0: Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Misechtas Erevin Perik Aleph, Mishnah Tess, and Mishnah Yud. Says our Mishnah, introducing a fascinating concept, one that maybe we're familiar with from Hilchas Sukkah. And just FYI, interesting to know, there's a lot of overlap between the mechitzos of a Sukkah and the mechitzos of Shabbos, the walls that one constructs in order to have a kosher Sukkah and the walls one constructs in order to carry on Shabbos. And in fact, where there are differences... The Gemara in Sukkah asks, well, if you're going to consider this mechitza for Shabbos, even though on a normal day of Sukkos, on a Wednesday of Sukkos, you wouldn't consider it a mechitza, maybe because you consider it for Shabbos, then it should also work for Sukkah as well. Meaning, at the moment that they intersect and overlap, maybe we should rely, rely on the leniency of, shab- of, of Shabbos to allow even this, the, the what normally would not be allowed for Sukkah to be allowed. Because again, if you consider it in one area, why would you not consider it in the other? I get it if... It's a Wednesday, so we don't have... Shabbos is not on the horizon, and therefore you can say, it's just sukkah, so only the laws of sukkah apply. But if it's actually shabbos, maybe you should say, if it's a sukkah, it's a, if it's a Wolf mechitza le shabbos, should for sukkah as well. Migo, that it works for shabbos, it works for sukkah as well. Not a discussion for now, but just an interesting thing to note. So, says our Mishnah, our Mishnah introduces the concept of Lovud. Love is that if you have... Um, things, you have rope or bricks or poles that are within three tvachim from each other, again three tvachim that are roughly three inches each, so we'll see in the, ne- in the next Mishnah it could be horizontal, a vertical, now we're talking about horizontal, imagine you have three strings running uh, running around the poles and they're all within three tvachim of each other, so we look at that as if there's no gap, as if they're joined together. It's called, called lava. The concept of love teaches us that as long as things are within three tvachim of each other, it's as if there's no gap. So, what you do here, in our case, is you have the ground, then within three tvachim, you run one rope horizontally. Within three tvachim of that, you run another rope. Within three tvachim of that, you run another rope. And then, what you have essentially is assuming the rope is going to be a tefach, uh, 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 assuming the, the thickness of all the ropes together is going to be a tefach. So you end up having ten tzvachim from the ground to the top rope. It's ten tzvachim from the ground to the top rope, and since they're all within three tzvachim each other, we fill in the gap using the principle of love, and we look, we look at it as if you have a wall here. So let's see it inside. You can surround a camp with three horizontal ropes attached to posts, um, um, each one above the other. So long as there's no gap between each and every rope of three tzvachim. And then and the thickness of all three ropes together must be more than a tafakh. So again, you have from the floor to the top rope, ten tzvachim, and now you formed a halachically solid wall. Our Mishnah goes on a keep Not only does love work in terms of filling in the gaps when you have things within three tsvachim each other. In a horizontal way, but also a vertical way. You could drive vertical posts into the ground, all within three tvachim of each other. So long as there's no gap between each and every Kana of more than three tvachim. And then you have, even though it's almost entirely open, you have a solid wall going around, a halachically solid wall. Now, our mission is now going to move on to say that these concepts of relying on Lovud, at least according to three out of the four opinions, seemingly are more at a leniency one that we shouldn't always rely on. So when can we rely on it? Says the Mishnah by Shiora Debru DeVereh Yehuda. If you recall, we opened our Mishnah talking about the Oregon Trail. You're in a caravan. What's unique about a caravan? So it's three people traveling together. When you have three people traveling together, you need more space. And because you need more space, so therefore it's hard to construct an Eruv. So we gave you a leniency of relying on Lovewood. This is the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. Opinion number one, you have to have three people traveling together. They mentioned a caravan to tell you the circumstance. They weren't telling you the amount of people. Meaning to say, the say it's not that you need to have three or more people, but rather you're traveling. You're on the way. When you're on the way, it's hard to have material. It's hard to construct things last minute. And therefore, whilst you're traveling, you can rely on the leniency of lovod, of relying on having kanim, vertical posts that are planted in the ground within three t'vachim, or strings that are wrapped around posts within three t'vachim in a horizontal way. Two more opinions. The next opinion is Rabbi Yehuda. who says, no. You have to have shasiv eref, as in both vertical and horizontal beams. That you literally, it looks like more of a wall. It looks like a trestle. crisscrossing beams. And that's a real, and that is a real, a, a real wall. It's much more significant. You can't pass through it in any way. Barring that, you can't rely on Lovud. No, you can have either or. So what we're left with now is Four different opinions in this Mishnah. Opinion number one is you have to, it's, you can rely on lavud and exclusive, exclusively lavud if you're more than three people traveling. According to the Chachamim notes, anytime you're traveling, the next opinion is you can never rely on it. And the last opinion is that you can always rely on it. And once we're talking about leniencies, let's talk about some other leniencies. We love it, Taron. When you have Arba, Dvar, Batur, Patur, here are four things that when people are in the military, we're soldiers, we will let you rely on four terrium to four dispensations because of war and everything going on that we allow you to have the dispensation. Maybe called Malcolm, you can bring wood from anywhere, as in that when you're you're in the military camp, you can go and to collect wood, even though it may belong to someone. We say no, you have it's hefger for you, it's it's, it's ownerless in order for you, it's not considered theft. dime, you don't have to wash your hands. For eat before you eat bread, uba You're allowed to eat demai. We discussed this at length. That's the demai is the produce that it's purchased from a uh, person who's an amaretz, and therefore we're unsure if they took off the appropriate chumas and maestros. So. Oh, uh, well, they took off Truman. We're not Truman. Sure they took off Meister. So, normally, we make you retake it off, but for a, for a uh, soldier, we don't let you do so. Umil Arif. And to make an Arif to allow you to carry from one tent to another, this is not the Arif in terms of uh, for a or Robin, but we'll get more into this. We discussed in the past a little bit. Not only do you have to have a, something surrounding your camp, but you also have to have a food in one of the tents to make it that is your main home, and then everyone can partake, it can travel from one tent to another carrying. So that as well, there's an exemption for those who are soldiers. I wish you all a wonderful day.